really believe if Christians are to orient their days correctly, they need to orient them on Christ first thing in the morning. And that, my friends, means Bible study and prayer. Welcome to this week's episode of the Redeeming Productivity Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about the ingredients of a great morning routine. Uh, Everyone's morning looks a little bit different, but I wanted to give you three kind of overriding principles that I think will help believers start their days off right. Uh, I'm also going to give some examples of what uh, a good morning routine might look like. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk to you about a not-so-secret secret. Everything on Redeeming Productivity is done by one person. That's me, Reagan. Um, The blog, the podcast, programming the website, editing, coding, graphic design, creating, scheduling, social media, recording, mixing, writing, everything. It's just me, one person. And it's all something I just do in my spare time, mostly in the mornings before I go to work, which is we're talking about morning routines. Hey, that's convenient. And I'm not saying this to brag, but rather to beg. Um, Redeeming productivity is what the kids call a passion project. It takes a lot of effort and a fair bit of money to operate. But I got to tell you, I love every single minute of it. And I especially love hearing back from listeners and from readers like you who write in to tell me that the Lord used an article or an episode to spur them on to greater faithfulness to him or or to jog their thinking about something that they weren't um, thinking about quite biblically. And I really do see this as a ministry. But there's so much more I would love to do with Redeeming Productivity. Eventually, I'd love to outsource some of the grunt work so that I can um, focus more uh, on on writing and producing uh, more episodes of the podcast. I would love to uh, get some decent video equipment and branch into creating some video content and a lot more. I have lots of ideas, but a very limited amount of time and resources. Um, so there's just so much to do right now, and I'm kind of at the limit for how much I can do in a week with this in my spare time. So if you like what I'm creating on Redeeming Productivity, and you want to see even more of this kind of content, consider supporting me through my Patreon page. And together, we can help Christians get more done and get it done to the glory of God. It's a well-known fact that what you do in the morning affects the rest of your day. Having a structured, productive morning versus waking up late, rushing out the door, and getting there just on time, that can be the difference between having a great, productive day and kind of a blah day. And this is why I believe having a morning routine is so important. A good morning routine can help you get your heart right, your mind organized, and it sets your day on a trajectory towards productivity. Personally, I'm an early riser, and I recognize that not everyone is an early riser, and so if you're not, your morning routine might look a lot different than mine, and that's okay, but everyone does have a morning, and I think that there's a few ingredients that should be a part of every Christian's morning routine, even if they are very brief. 
And so today I'm going to talk about those key ingredients for a morning routine. And I'm also going to suggest some optional items and some examples for how you might actually construct your own morning routine as well. This is not a blueprint. Uh, these are just my suggestions offered with my reasons for why. Uh, ultimately, you need to decide for yourself and your situation how you're going to structure your morning. So whatever the specifics of your morning routine are, I think that they should follow this general pattern. It's me three words, orient, organize, and obey. By orient, I mean orient your mind, your heart, and your body towards the day. You need to orient your heart towards God through time in his word and prayer. You need to orient your mind towards the day through being ready for what the day has to offer or orient your body through, through um, getting ready in the morning, through um, exercise. And, and this flows into the second one. So there's orient and then there's organize. And organize means looking ahead at the tasks that you need to accomplish, the people you need to meet with, conversations you need to have, and generally just considering an outline and a plan for your day. And this can mean reviewing your calendar, planner, your to-do list, but the idea behind organize is that you want to begin your day by being orderly so that you can best serve the Lord and your employer and your neighbor. And this leads, of course, to the last major ingredient, which is obey. So you orient, then you organize, and then you obey. And by obey, I just mean get going, get started. Go and execute that plan. Your heart and mind are oriented. You have organized a plan for the day. Now go serve the Lord with vigor. So let's look at these one by one. Orient, organize, and obey. And how this might look in a morning routine. Okay, first orient. Remember, this is getting your heart, your mind, and your body oriented towards God and toward the day ahead. And this begins very obviously with waking up, waking up. Sometimes this can be the hardest part of a morning routine. You have to wake up first. You can't start your routine if you're asleep. And a big part of waking up is figuring out what time you need to wake up. To figure out what time you need to wake up, you need to figure out just how long your routine is going to be in the morning and then kind of work backwards from there. This, if you don't have kind of a planned morning routine yet, this can take some tweaking. I, I actually just recently was looking at some old notes I had from about five years ago and the routine that I had planned was ridiculous. It was actually impossible. There's way too many things that I was trying to do. And I was looking back at that and kind of laughing about how much stuff I was trying to cram in. So this can take tweaking over time, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't start today to make kind of a plan of what you want to do each morning. So what time should you wake up? What time should you wake up? That's the first question. Well, if you haven't up to this point had a morning routine and you just kind of woken up, panicked and rushed to get out the door, why not get out a little piece of paper and do some math? So let's work backwards. You know, for example, that you need to leave for work by let's say 7 a.m., okay? And you know that your morning routine, as you've planned it out, should take about an hour. And you also know that you need about eight hours of sleep. Sounds like we're constructing a story problem. Sorry if I'm giving you flashbacks of math class. Um, so how do we take all these things together? Well, let's subtract one hour from our leave time. So if our leave time is seven, then 6 a.m. So we've subtracted an hour for our routine. So 6 a.m. And then let's subtract eight hours for sleep. So that puts us back at, let's see, 
10 p.m. the night before. So we know that we need to wake up then at 6 a.m. so that we have an hour routine and we need to be in bed. And this is really important. If you want to wake up on time, you need to go to bed on time. We need to be in bed and basically asleep by 10 p.m. the night before. Uh, and this is the major thing, I think, with people that fail at morning routines. You have to go to sleep at a reasonable time or you're not going to wake up and actually do your morning routine or you're going to be too tired to do it. So plan it out, get enough sleep, and make sure you allow enough time to actually execute your morning routine. So wake up. Um, other aspects of waking up is an alarm. I've written before that I don't use an alarm because I wake up early enough, have enough buffer that it doesn't really matter if I oversleep at this point. Um, but you may need an alarm and that is fine. And it's actually been shown though that while hitting the snooze button feels good, it doesn't actually contribute to giving you any more quality sleep. So my advice is just get up. When the alarm goes off, get up. And so you, maybe you can do some of the old tricks of move the alarm clock across the bedroom so you actually have to get out of bed to go and hit the snooze button. And then by the time you're up, you're like, well, at least I'm up, so I guess I'm going to get up. Um, other things you can do is when that alarm wakes you up, if you're groggy and you're kind of still half asleep, go brush your teeth first thing. Brush your teeth. That you know, you're doing some physical activity. It's kind of mindless, but allows your mind to to awaken a little bit. Splash some water in your face. Um, drink a big glass of water. This is a huge thing after you first wake up. Um, two glasses if you can handle it. You can lose up to a liter of water weight every single night, um, and that needs to be replenished in the morning. And this is important because actually being hydrated helps the synapses in your brain fire. And that helps you, your brain to start moving, helps you get out of the grog, helps you generally just start feeling better. And so you can do a few of these things right in a row, brush your teeth, splash some water, drink some water, and it'll start to invigorate you. And lastly, to wake up, if you're having trouble getting up and getting your mind going, maybe do a little bit of exercise, just something small right away, you know, do, do a few jumping jacks or, or push-ups or a run in place. Um, just something to get the heart rate up and going so that you start to wake up. So the first part of orienting yourself towards the day, towards God is to wake up. That seems pretty obvious. Well, what's next? What else should we do to orient ourselves towards God or in our minds, our bodies, our hearts? Well, the next one should also be obvious. For Christians, you need to spend some time in the word and with prayer right after you wake up. I'm a firm, firm believer in this. It is so silly what we do first thing when we wake up to try to avoid uh, opening God's word or praying. Um, the things we fill our minds with right after um, we you know, awakening consciousness is that's the thing that's going to have the potential to shape or we'll say orient the whole rest of your day. So for example, if the first thing you do when you wake up is you turn on the news or you open up your phone, start reading news articles, you're going to likely begin the day with a pessimistic or even a combative outlook on the world. Uh, if you're on social media right away, you might that's going to foster in your heart envy or, or, or annoyance with the stupid things people are saying. And if you jump right into thinking about work, um, checking your email, uh, you're going to forfeit that opportunity to set your mind on the things above first. 
And this is fascinating. I did a little bit of research on this. Uh, they did a study and they found that 80% of smartphone users check their phone within 15 minutes of waking up. And many of them, it was the first thing they did in the morning. 80%. You're, maybe you do this. I know that I have been uh, prone to do this, where the first thing I do when I wake up is I'm like, what's happening on the web? Um, and that's how I say it. My wife wakes up. She says, why are you yelling what's happening on the web? And I say, I don't know. It's what I say every single morning. Why are you asking me now? We've been you know, married for what, seven years now, and I just always say what's happening on the web when I wake up. And then we have this argument, and then we're both awake. <sighs> None of that's true. But maybe you do want to know what's happening on the web. The other thing people do is 55% of people check their email within an hour of waking up. Man, you want to talk about ruining your nice, peaceful morning? Go check your work email and send yourself into a panic. That's a smart thing to do. No, it's not. But we have these compulsions, you know, we're like, oh, what's going on out there? What are all these things? But I, I firmly believe we need to resist those things, resist kind of throwing our minds and our hearts into these earthly matters. We're going to have to do that. That's part of being a Christian in the world and in the workplace or in the home. But before we dive headfirst into that, let's dive headfirst into the word of God and with communion with our heavenly father. So I really believe if Christians are to orient their days correctly, they need to orient them on Christ first thing in the morning. And that my friends means Bible study and prayer. Um, it says in Psalm 63, one, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly. I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. And Jesus, you know, sought the father early in the morning, Mark 135 and rising very early in the morning while it was still dark out, he departed and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. And listen, I, I don't care how harried your morning is. Um, or even if you're like, Reagan, I don't do my daily devotions in the morning. I do them in the evenings because that works better for my schedule. So I'm not going to orient myself to the Bible first thing because I have a better time to do that later. Listen here, you Southern Belle. You, you need to still, even if you, this is not the time where you actually dive into the word of God and do like a deep dive study thing. Cause you, you said my mind's not, you know, where it should be. I really, really think that even if you keep it short and sweet, read just a passage, read just a paragraph, read. If you have a little devotional, just read the, the little one page for the day there and spend some time in prayer. I'm telling you that the benefits of orienting your mind and your heart towards Christ first thing are so worth the 10 minutes that it takes to do it. So, so if you say, I can't commit all this time to it and, and therefore I'm not going to do it at all. That's dumb. Just do a little bit, just do a little bit, because the point here, the point that I'm trying to make is set your mind on Christ first thing. And if you do that, you'll find that the rest of your day begins to fall into place because you're thinking about the world correctly. Um, here's some just rant while we're still on Orient, before we get into organize, here's some other suggestions for Orient. So I, I told you, you need to wake up and you need to 
um, spend some time in Bible and prayer for the Orient part. And, and that's kind of, in my thinking, that's the bare minimum for the Orient. That's the bare minimum. You say, I have a very short morning. Well, then for the Orient part, just make sure you wake up. That's important. And spend some time in the Bible and in prayer. But if you want to do a little bit longer morning routine, here's some ideas um, for other parts that kind of fit into this Orient segment of your morning routine. And these are just other things and their suggestions that can help you orient your mind, your heart, and your body toward the day ahead. Uh, one is just exercise. Um, you don't find many scriptural commands for exercise because exercise was just a natural part of living in a society where they didn't have automobiles and you just walked everywhere. But now that we're all giant slugs who stare at flickering screens all day with our mouths agape, we need to exercise and we need to find time to do that if we're going to be have uh, healthy bodies and even healthy minds. And so mornings really are a great time to do that because it helps with your health and it helps orient your body towards the working day ahead of you where you, you've got the blood flowing, you've done a little bit of exercise. I just find that when I exercise before I begin my day in earnest, I, I, my mind is more alert. I just feel better. Uh, and so I think it's a, if you can fit it in the morning, that's a great time to do it. I know not everyone can do that though. The other thing is journaling. I've written about the spiritual benefits of journaling before. Um, and I just really value this for, for getting the juices flowing as it were with my mind. Um, journaling is one of the first things I do usually when I wake up. Uh, and I do that because it just kind of, I don't know why, because when I wake up, my there's all this stuff bouncing around. It's very uh, foggy in my mind. And just starting to write and talk about what happened the day before and what I'm thinking about, it just solidifies things a little bit. And I see them kind of all zoop, come together and my focus is there. And I actually do this before I open up the word of God. And this tends to kind of grease the skids for that activity. Um, it doesn't take long. And there's, like I said, many, many other benefits uh, to journaling, but one of them is orients your mind towards the day. Uh, and then another thing, if you have lots and lots of time in your morning, you might do other reading besides the Bible. Um, you might consider picking a, a book and you say, I'll, I'll just going to read five, 10 pages every morning of this and kind of chip away at that over time. Uh, and if you do that, you'll actually find that you'll be making swift progress through books. That's a, a good way to do it. Um, good way to orient your mind for the day. Um, one suggestion with this is I'm not talking about having this be leisure reading. Um, leisure reading is great. I think it's wonderful. Um, but in the morning, if, if your goal in this segment of your morning is to orient yourself towards the day, um, maybe pick a book that is about your, um, maybe, maybe you're a parent and it, you want to, you want to be thinking about those things. And so read a book on parenting. Maybe it's a book on theology or Christian living, or, uh, for me, I have a book on my desk at work, uh, which I read about a half page, a little subsection of, and it's about, um, just a content strategy for the, for the web, um, which is part of what I do at work. So it just, getting ideas in your head, that kind of stuff. It's part of orienting your mind towards the day ahead. Okay, so phase one is orient. Whatever you do, make sure you orient your mind and your heart and your body towards God and towards the day ahead. Okay, phase two of the morning routine, organize. That sounded super cool. All right, organize. Let me just side note here before I say organize. 
listen, the stuff I say that you're like, is this guy an idiot? Like that whole thing where I just did it in a voice. I know it's dumb. I, it's like a compulsion for me. I just have to say these stupid jokes. And I've had friends, they text me or, or, or they, they say things that are like, you know, I like your podcast because you make these jokes that probably 90% of the people listening don't realize you're joking. And this has really been a lifeline problem for me. It has. It's a tragedy. I have always struggled to, <laughs> to care if people understood that I was joking or not. And I know it's stupid and it's just part of my personality. So if you don't like it, um, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep making stupid jokes and yeah, it's part of the charm. (laughs) Okay. So organize, organize. We're going to try to stay focused here. Orient then organize. Face dos. The second important ingredient for a great morning routine is to organize. So first you want to orient your mind, your heart, your body, then you want to organize your day. And this begins, I think, with getting ready, getting ready for the day. So you want to organize yourself, as it were, your, your body. Um, theoretically, I guess you could fit this under orient, but I like it here under organize because uh, this is, this is kind of where you're getting your disheveled, sleepy self into some sort of presentable, organized appearance. Um, so this involves things like showering. I know some people shower at night. Those people are psychos, probably sociopaths, and they should be locked up, but shower in the morning, like a sane person. And you can do, do this as, as part of getting ready. You know, you, um, getting ready involves eating breakfast. You might combine that with reading your Bible. Uh, if you wanted to do that during the Orient part, that's fine. Um, you, you'll shower, you might brush your teeth, you might do your makeup. I don't do my makeup, uh, being male. And uh, then just basically getting ready is doing all those things that you need to do to walk out the door and look presentable. You're organizing yourself. The second part of organize is plan slash review um, your day. And so now that you're um, in go mode, you know, you're all dressed up, you're wearing your slacks, you've got your button up on, and you're just looking so, so fly and ready to meet the challenges of corporate America. Well, now it's time to think about the day ahead. Um, you're in go mode now. For me, this means um, planning means checking my work calendar for meetings, looking over outstanding tax, tasks that I have coming up, like an OmniFocus or, or a Notion or whatever you might use to kind of organize and keep your, your to-do list and what's due um, organized. And at this point, I, I move things around uh, and I kind of come up with a plan for the day and I kind of lodge that into my mind, right? Um, I kind of download the day's calendar into my mind. So I'm like, okay, I know I have this at 10 and I have this at two and then I have this lunch and, and then I want to get these main three things done. And there's different systems for how you might do that. I've talked about OmniFocus before. I'm using Notion right now where I, I kind of have a planner for what the three big things I want to do each day. You might just use a notebook. Whatever you do, you're, you're planning and you're thinking about what am I going to do in the day ahead. Personally, I prefer to do this plan, review the day type thing before I even leave for the office. Um, because usually when I get into the office, not usually, but a lot of times I'll get handed a hot potato right when I walk in, you know, and some issue I have to deal with. And if I don't have a plan for the day, uh, I don't really have a 
a rubric in place for which I can judge whether I should um, <laughs> put that hot potato back in the oven for a little while because, you know, it's not really that urgent or if I should cut it open and grab the, <laughs> grab the sour cream and chives um, to push an illustration beyond its limits. If you don't have a plan for the day, someone else is going to make the plan for you. And so I make the plan before I go in. And then, yes, it might get derailed, and, and that's okay. But if it's if it's gonna if there're gonna be opportunities for it to be derailed, I need some plan that I can that I can use as a grid to say no, this is not actually urgent. If I don't have a plan, then anything someone hands me is urgent and important. Do you see what I'm saying? You have no way to to judge it if you don't have anything else already scheduled for the day. Make a plan in advance. Do this as part of organizing your day. And the point really with this whole organized thing is you want to have, if you want to have a productive day, you need to plan for it. So you need to first, let's go through the, the main categories. We need to orient ourselves towards God, towards the day. And then we need to organize ourselves by getting ready and by planning for the day. Now, the third major principle just comes right naturally after organize. So you orient, you organize, and then you just obey. You obey. Uh, and what I mean by that is that you just go and have your day. This is kind of the, the send off from your morning routine. You have, you have oriented yourself, you have organized yourself, and now all you need to do is just go and execute and serve the Lord. Now that your mindset is right, your body's prepared, and your heart is in the right place, and you kind of have an idea of what you're going to do today. You just do it out of obedience to the Lord um, and love for your neighbor. You're executing on the plan you made. And you're trying to remember throughout the day as you're, as you're obeying, you're remembering to do all that you do with a Godward focus and orientation and a desire to serve and love others. And of course, be ready for the unexpected. It might blow up your plans, uh, but remember that the goal is not to keep perfect plans, but to glorify our perfect God in our work, in our relationships, and in our lives. It says in Proverbs 16.3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. And so you, you, have, you have oriented, you have organized, and you here with the obey thing, you're just saying, Lord, the day is yours. I'm going to serve you. Uh, use me how you would use me. I want to be a good employee or a good wife or a good um, servant wherever I am or a good pastor, whatever it is you're doing. But Lord, the, the, I'm committing all of this day's work to you, and I just want to do it out of obedience to you. This is a great way to kick off your day, and it's a great way to end your morning routine. So it's just orient, organize, and obey, and you're going to have an excellent day. Uh, let me just close it off here with just a little bit of practical advice um, with how you might actually construct a morning routine. Because my suggestion to you is that you take all of these things and come up with a written down morning routine. I'm going to do this, 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 and this before I leave for work throughout the day. And I'm hoping that this this orient, organize, and obey thing will be kind of your guiding um, principles for how you would construct that. So how do you practically go about doing this? I would just take a piece of paper, or you can even do it on a calendar if you want, uh, and just write out your morning by half hours. So you, at the beginning of it, you have um, wake up, and at the end of that, you have when you need to leave for work. Then come up with each where each thing you're going to do at what time. Uh, 
And, you know, when you, when you do your Bible reading, when you're going to uh, get ready for the day, when you're going to do each of these steps, breakfast, all of that. Um, and remember to leave space uh, like a buffer between these things. Don't think that you're going to be able to actually go from one thing to the next instantly. I call this the reality buffer in your morning routine uh, because reality is you might plan this thing perfectly down to the minute, but rarely do our mornings go exactly as planned. Another practical piece of advice is that the night before is actually the most important part of your morning routine. If you, like I said in the beginning, if you go to sleep too late, you're going to throw yourself off in the morning. You're not going to want to wake up. You're going to be groggy. You're not going to be focused when you're um, praying, that kind of stuff. So the night before is super critical. Get to bed on time and also set things out. Be, be ready for it. Have your Bible, notebook, whatever you have. Have those things set out open to the right page. If you want to do exercise, set out your shoes and, and your exercise clothes so that there is just no um, friction between you and executing on your morning routine uh, that next day. So do all that the night before. So when you get up, you just boom, 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 go down the list of things that you want to do. Um, and then the last piece of practical advice is just eliminate distractions. A huge one for me that was throwing off my morning routine was my phone. And so what I have been doing is just leaving it on the nightstand because basically what I, I get up before my wife and I leave the bedroom and I go out to our living room, family room area, and that's where I kind of do my morning things. But I found that if I leave the phone in the bedroom, I am far more likely to do all the things that I want to do in the morning. I'm not opening up Instagram. I'm not checking the news. I'm not doing all these uh, extra things that I tend to do mindlessly on my phone. So eliminate distractions. You might have other distractions too. Don't turn on the news in the background, things like that. Um, those, those are just some practical tips that can help you have a great morning routine. Um, but in conclusion, the, the key to all of this, the key to a productive day is a productive morning. So if you just remember to orient, organize, and obey, then you're going to be well on your way to having a great day in which you glorify God with it. Well, that's all I have for you this week. Remember to check out my Patreon if you're interested in supporting the work that I do here for Redeeming Productivity. And as always, I will catch you here next week. But until then, remember that in whatever you do, do it well and do it all to the glory of God. Thank you.